Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live, it is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Oh, and what is up, everybody? Welcome to a new edition of Buzzworthy Radio. I'm your host, Navel J. Lee, coming at you live right now on this glorious rainy Friday afternoon. It's 1.30 p.m. Eastern Time, 10.30 a.m. Pacific Coast Time this Friday, June 5th, 2009. We're going to be joined by Mr. Rossi Morielli, who is the host of ABC's Dating in the Dark. And by the way, I believe he is with us right now. Let's bring him on, shall we? Rossi, are you with us? Hold on one moment for Rossi. All right. Dead air. That's the silence of dead air. Not supposed to happen in the world of radio. So that is my assignment (laughs) for my radio station internship. No dead air. So. So that was my mistake for not speaking. <laughs> That's so bad. I know. <laughs> but I'll know better next time. And Rossi, whenever you're there, just speak up and interrupt me. Tell me to shut up. <laughs> but anyway, like I was saying before, uh, before I brought on, um, before we brought on to um, bring on Rossi on the line. What is up with the rain that we're getting over here on the East Coast? What the hell is up with that? It was a nice, sunny few days the last, at the beginning of the week. Now all of a sudden we're going to have nothing but gloomy, rainy weather. I'm telling you, I think I need to go out and move out to California with the rest of you guys because you guys get nothing but sunny weather all the, all the damn time. And <laughs> I'm stuck here on the East Coast getting nothing but rain every single day of my life and it's like 50 something degrees over here this sucks <laughs> Naval sorry to interrupt you you are on with Rossi Morialli ABC's host of Dating in the Dark alright Rossi how are you man hey Naval doing good man how you doing sounds like you're not doing that good well <laughs> sounds I'm, like the weather, the weather sucks uh, what was your first clue, man? My little rant there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I chimed in right at the wrong part where you're like, this weather is horrid with the rain and the cold. It's not good, man. It is not good. You you chimed in at the right part where I was just saying, this weather sucks. <laughs> well, I, I don't want to rub it in, but I'm just sitting out of my deck right now looking out over the ocean on the West Coast, and it's about 70 degrees and beautiful. But it's not that good, so, you know, I'd rather be over there with you in the rain. Oh, yeah, you're not rubbing it in all right. Yeah, you didn't have to. That's good. That's good. Yeah, just just, just make my, my, my day even more miserable. No, I'm kidding. Uh, <clears throat> <laughs> so you're, you're hosting this show called uh, Dating in the Dark on ABC. Describe this show. What, what's this show about? This is a show that basically, it's basically a social experiment to see if you can find true love by taking looks out of the equation. As what it does yes. is it, it's, it's, it's an interesting concept because, of course, we all, you know, want attraction. We want to be attracted to person. We will look in and we will try to find the hottest person in the room and that's who we want to date, right? Right, right, right. 
But uh, it's very amazing that when you take looks out and you take, like, flirting and playing with your hair and smiling and body language out of the equation, and then you, you get down to just bare, you know, who I am, who are you, and do we get along. It's amazing, A, how people just drop their guard immediately and will just talk about, like, anything in the world, but also how uh, they just – the things that will turn you on or turn you off by someone's voice, how they smell, something they say, because you can't really see, you can't see how they're saying it. You can only hear how they're saying it. So it's a right. pretty interesting show. I'm telling you, it'll suck you in. Hmm. Here's, here's, here's my question. If you weren't hosting that show, would you, would you, would you do that? Would you do that kind of thing? Um, you know, I would, because I'm intrigued by it to see, you know, I don't, because the fact is I don't think I'm a shallow person, but I don't okay. think we really know until you are put in the situation. So they, they date these people, and they spend time in the dark. They get to know them three, four days, and they get to, some of them, they start to like this person. And they're like, gosh, I really like the person that we get along. You know, we have the same uh, values. We have great chemistry. Some of them have kissed, and they're like, gosh, great kisser. And then later, it's like then we reveal them to each other, and they get to see them, and then they decide if they want to continue to see this person. And this is where the question of how much do looks really matter really comes to play and is true love blind and am I a shallow person? You know, that's where all this comes into play because then they go, oh, gosh, you know what? I really actually – they're really not my type. When for three days I've been hanging out with this person, kissing them, making out with them, having the best time with them, but then I see them and all of a sudden they're not that good. You know, so – Right. It, uh, I would do it just to challenge myself to see to really, to see what kind of person I really am, you know. And I think that's what kind of the appeal is because people that are watching at home are going to go, "Oh, I would never do that." But how do you really know until you're put in that position? That's that that's pretty much you. Pretty much just described what I was thinking in my head, and like I would never do that. But really, would I? You know what I mean? Like, really, would I yeah. do that? <laughs> well, some people don't want to do it because they don't want to know the truth. You know, I'm the type yeah. of person where I'm like, you know, I would want to know because I could, it's easy for me to look at my gorgeous fiance and go, oh, no, I don't care what she looks like. I'd love her anyway. Well, because I've already seen her and I know she's hot. You know what I mean? Right. If I didn't yeah. see her or I didn't know at that time, it might be a little bit different story. I don't know. Hmm. That's a good point, too, because like you said, it's like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't care what she looks like. You know, I still would. I would still get together with her. But it's like, uh. And then when you do something like this, that that's what where the uh comes in. Uh. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But at the same time, you, you know, I would like to think, and I do think that no matter what, because this person has connected with me on a on a deeper level than than anyone ever has, that it wouldn't matter. But you know, this situation that we put him on in the show, it's. You know, it's, it, we're talking three or four days where these people are spending, and they're spending a lot of time in the dark. And this room is bl- dark. I'm talking pitch black. You can't, if you wave your hand in front of your face a thousand times, you would never, you would never even notice it. Wow. Um, yeah, it, and so we, but, but as the audience, we get to see with infrared cameras, the faces that people are making, kind of the disgust or the, the, the pleasure people are getting out of a conversation, or we get to see the facial expressions. And it's amazing when you know that the person you're talking to can't see you the facial expressions and the things that you'll do. I mean, guys are hysterical. Like a guy and a girl will be talking, and the girl will be looking right at the guy, even in the dark, but listen to him. The guy will be looking around the room, 
He put his hand over his face, playing with his hair. Like, it's hysterical. <laughs> uh, and then you also see, Novella, you also see, and this is my, one of my favorite parts, on, like, the first time they go in the darkroom, they're, like, dressed up, like, to the nine. Oh, my like, God. Shoes. You know, like, some guys are wearing, like, slacks and, like, button-down. They look all like they're fixing their hair. And then by the last date, they're rolling in, in like, flip-flops and shorts and tank tops because they, they're like, what's the point? Why am I getting all dressed up? They can't see me. They can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty funny. Is, it, 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 I think it's going to be a really good show. I'm excited about it. That is too funny. What, what has been your most favorite hosting experience? Um, I did a show last year called Can You Duet? Um, and it was from the producers of American Idol, and it was for uh, it was basically for just like American Idol, but to find country duos. Um, and uh-huh. it was live, and there was a live audience, and there was music, and, and you know it was it was fun. I like that a lot because I, I like commanding the stage uh, and and being able to entertain. Like I did all my crowd warm up and and stuff like that. I was singing and dancing and just having the best time ever on on that show. Uh, so that was cool. But that, but the very first show I did was called um, G4 Sports. And it was a video game show. I got paid like $200 an episode to shoot this show. I mean, I literally had like I had to work at, you know, waiting tables too because it just didn't pay that right. much money. But I went to every major sporting event in the country, interviewed all the, the, the celebrities, all the athletes. I was in the locker room at Michael Jordan's last All-Star game. I was on the field during the home run derby, derby contest. I was at, on, in the pits during the – Indy 500 and the Daytona 500 and WrestleMania. I mean, you name it, and I was there, and that was that was probably the coolest show ever because it was I got to do everything that I that I would always want to go do. Exactly, exactly. And you 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 hosted you you do extra. I mean, I'm, I I'm sure. A- I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure that you see a lot of celebrities from that one. Is there anyone interesting that you have interviewed from extra? Uh, yeah, I got to sit down <clears throat> when Mission Impossible 3 come, came out with, uh, with Tom Cruise and J.J. Abrams um, together. And I saw that, that on your was, demo reel, yeah. Yeah, that was, really, that was a really cool experience for me just because, you know, Tom Cruise is just such a legend, and this was like during the time where people thought he was crazy. I mean, this was like two or three weeks after he was like jumping on the couch, you know, with Oprah <laughs> and that whole deal. And I really didn't know what to expect, man. I was like, I kind of went in there like, is his head going to spin? Like, I didn't know what was going to happen. And he is he going to jump really, on the chair? Yeah. <laughs> is he going to attack me? I, I had no idea. Um, and and he was a really cool, like, man's man. Like, he was just a dude. We were just talking about, you know, shows oh, yeah. and, and actions, movies, and, and blowing up and shooting up killums and car chases and explosions. And, and he was just as cool as you would think he would be at, at Tom Cruise at his, at his coolest, you know. And J.J. Abrams, who is now just a legend in, you know, directing and creating films and, you know, Star Trek. And, I mean, he, he's just unbelievable. And he was just, he was as normal a guy as, as, you, as you and me, man. I mean, it was, I, I was shocked. Yeah. yeah. See, see, I saw that. I was like, I seriously was scared for you watching that demo reel of those two together. I was like, oh, God, please don't, don't, attack, don't attack the interviewer. <laughs> I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what the craziest one was is I did, um, uh, oh, gosh, it was when Natick Museum came out, and I did Owen Wilson and um, 
Oh my gosh, I've got uh, Robin Williams at the same time, and Robin Williams is. I, I don't. I think I maybe asked one question, and then it, he just went off. Like he was just going and going and just like. I mean, I was literally falling out of my chair. Like some of the stuff was hysterical. Some of it didn't make any sense at all. You know, I mean, he's just talking ninety miles an hour, and you're just like, what? But it was it was pretty it was pretty hysterical just just watching him and getting a chance to see him do his thing. So uh, those are those are a couple of my favorites. Absolutely, and I, I gotta ask this. I, I I've always wanted to know this. I've been a huge fan of his as well. What was it like doing extra with Mark McGrath? I mean, that that that's like the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Dude, Mark McGrath is exactly what you would expect. He is cool, down to earth. He's a total dude. He just happens to be a rock star, you know. I mean, uh, we, you know, we've we've gone out and, and you know had beers together and stuff, and just kind of you know, he, he's. I mean, you would never think he's as big as a rock star as he is, but but he is, and he's just literally the most down to earth, cool guy ever. Um, that was cool. That was very quite cool. a lot of fun with him because he's not pretentious. He's not too good for the room. He's not. He doesn't think he's the coolest guy in the room. He's just kind of like whatever, man. Let's like, let's have a good time and. You know, right. he, he was great. He was really great. I miss him. I miss him over at Extra, to be honest. Yeah, that's how you should be. You know, not you know, that's how you should be. You should be like, yeah, I'm like, I'm like this big, this big rock star guy. He's like, no, man, just go out, just go out and have a good time. That's how I, that's how I view. So that's that's it's pretty a, tight. It's amazing. Uh, it's amazing to meet guys like that and like Tom Cruise who are just normal people that have had success and they're and they're they're humble and they're happy to have their success. And then you meet people like, you know, you see like Heidi and Spencer on, on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here, and, and you hear them say things like, I'm, you know, hanging out with these people is decreasing my celebrity status or whatever, and you're just like, wow. You've never like, had celebrity status to begin with. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just, it, just it, it baffles me how how people can just let it go to their heads, you know, and, and I mean, that's not what life is about. Life is not about people knowing who you are. It's about, you know, doing what you love and spending time with the people that you love. Um, and, and I don't know, that it just blows my mind sometimes when I, when I hear stuff like that. Yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure you have, a uh, have, uh, had your share of interviewing people who were like that. I mean, no names mentioned, of course, but, uh, I'm sure you had experiences with that kind of issue of not, I'm not mistaken. Am I right? Yeah, I'll be honest, man. I've been very lucky. I have uh, the most of the interviews I've done, and I think a lot of it it might just be kind of my interview style. I ne- I never dig for the for the dirt. I just kind of go in and talk to them about whatever's going on, you know, whatever they want to talk about. I've never yeah. really had anyone just be a total jerk or or, or or a diva to me. But I've been at parties and 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 red carpet events and stuff like that where. For celebrities who aren't really celebrities, kind of that like, you know, reality stars are the worst. Reality stars are the worst. They just think that they're they get a little bit of fame and they just think that they're on the top of the world and they're too good for everybody. Um, and those people, you know, it's like whatever. Their 15 minutes is going to come and go. But but true celebrities, right. from what from what I've come across, I've heard stories. Don't get me wrong. But honestly, from what I've come across, I, I can't I can't I don't have anything bad to say about anyone that I've ever professionally interviewed. That's that's good. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, so, and, and a lot, you know, when I hear all the time with, with people that I interview, they're like, "Man, that guy's really cool. Like he's just like he's just kind of, you know, chill and just wants to talk and you know, just seems like a good guy." And, and maybe they kind of lower their guard around me, but um, because I'm not really chasing a story or you know anything like that. But you know, I've also been in situations where I can see with 
you know, the TMZs and the paparazzi and that kind of stuff, where it can quickly go from, hey, I'm just trying to be a nice guy to, okay, you're really stepping over your boundary and I'm I'm about to get upset. (laughs) (laughs) That's too funny. How did you, uh, was doing the hosting thing and correspondence, was that something that you wanted to get into from the beginning or is it something that you got into later on in life? Oh yeah, I totally, I totally stumbled into it. In my mind, it is literally the path of God. Um, I came out here from Fort Smith, Arkansas, uh, after I graduated from the University of Arkansas. Um, and came out on vacation to Hermosa Beach for the summer. Ended up a nanny for three little girls, like just to have a job. I was just gonna be here for the summer and then go back and try, like go back to school. And uh, I ended up getting a job offer um, from the guy that, that that was the dad of the three little girls. And so I ended up just, just having a job in Santa in California. And then from there I got another job where I was a casting assistant for a lady named Marky Costello. Um, and she was doing, like, The Bachelor, Temptation Island, like, all these shows. Um, and I ended up working for her, and my job was go out and find 18- to 25-year-old women that wanted to be on TV. <laughs> not, not a bad gig. Not a bad gig. No, um, it's not. And, uh, not at all. I loved it. I think I got more dates than I did contestants, but whatever. I was doing my job. Uh, that's and, probably uh, why you voted Sexiest Man Alive in 2003. I mean, that, that, that must be why. Yeah. That's <laughs> embarrassing. But um, so I, was literally, I, was, I was literally, we ended up doing a show called Junkyard Wars, and I was putting people on tape for that show. And, and I, I sat there for two days watching these people audition, watch them audition. And I was just watching them come in and not be themselves. They, they would come in and try to act like they thought a host should act. Um, and uh-huh. so I had asked, I had asked Marky at the time, I was like, let me audition for this show. And she's like, no, you have no headshots and no resume and no, you know, no real, you have no experience. I'm like, okay, it doesn't seem that hard to be yourself. So she left the room. I hit record, jumped in front of the camera, did the audition, and then just rewound the tape and gave it back to her. I was like, yeah, check the tape. Everyone's on it. And she sent it off to Discovery without knowing I was on it. And I ended up booking the show. And uh, wow. she is, that was in 2002. And she is now, to this day, she's my manager. Um, and things have literally been, I'm telling you, like God-given. I mean, it's the way I've gotten shows, I mean, I've, I had one show uh, right after Junkyard Wars, on air with Ryan Seacrest, I, they wanted me to be a correspondent for that show, and um, mm-hmm. they, they ended up passing on me. Um, and a lady hung up the phone and literally opened up People Magazine to that picture of when I was in People's Sexiest Men, whatever, freaked out, thought it was a sign from God, called my manager and booked me for that show. And, you know, I mean, that's <laughs> one of many stories I can tell you. That literally, it's like, okay, God, I get it. I'm doing what you want me to do. Thank you. You know, I mean, cause it, there's no there's no rhyme or reason why I keep booking shows or getting shows or, or or getting auditions. I mean, there's a thousand guys out there that are that are better looking than me, you know, younger than me, have more energy and and this and that. But it, you know, it just keeps working out. So I'm gonna run with it as long as I can. It's nice that you're that humble. It really is. It's nice you're that humble. <laughs> well, thanks. I think if I wasn't this humble, my mom would fly out here and smack me in the back of the head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we want that. You might have to uh, call out from work if that happens, and we can't we can have that. No. Yeah, exactly. We don't want that at all. Nah, nah that's all right. <laughs> Before I wrap things up here, let's uh, let's give a little uh, let's give a little plug again to your 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 latest show on ABC, Dating in the Dark. Let's uh, pimp that out again. When can we expect that on ABC? When can we see it? ABC, 
10 o'clock on Mondays after the Bachelorette starts on July 20th. Uh, at, you know, it's going to be a great end of the summer, midsummer uh, show. I encourage everyone to watch it. You will not only enjoy and laugh hysterically at watching people fumble around in the dark uh, trying to hang out and, and walk around furniture, uh, but you will also get to see the true personality and, and, and true emotions come out when, when you see two people trying to get to know each other and possibly true love in the dark. And I'm going to tell you, you'll be amazed at what you'll find out from watching the show. Nice. I can't wait. Yeah. All right. And, and at the same time, um, I've got a new show that's out on Discovery called Belly of the Beast. Uh, you guys can also keep a lookout for that. Um, it's uh, it, We ran three episodes earlier, and it just got picked up for a full season. But right now, they're randomly running the shows. And and uh, end of this year, we're going to probably have uh, a, new, another, a full season of that. So things are going good, and uh, I hope you guys will just enjoy the shows. And, and they can somewhat entertain you uh, for that hour, you know, one hour of your life. Absolutely. And is there anywhere else they can find you besides on these on these two shows? Anything online, websites, anything? Uh, I've got a website, RossiMorielli.com, that I am uh, revamping right now. You can check me out on Facebook, Rossi Morielli. I've got a MySpace, Rossi Morielli. Um, it's, it's, I'm out there, so come find me. I've got a lot of fun stuff out there. YouTube, I have a ton of videos um, that I've done for the other show that I do on TBS Weekend Extra. Uh, that airs every Sunday uh, afternoons, the kind of interstitials in between a movie. So you go to YouTube, you can see me jousting, fighting with an MMA fighter, swimming with dolphins, uh, stunt driving, flying in a stunt plane, doing uh, all kinds of crazy stuff. So there's a lot of entertaining stuff on YouTube. So check me out and come say hi at any of my, uh, any of my locations. I'd love to meet everybody. Absolutely. All right, man. All right, before, we, before we let you sign off here, let's get you to do a – promo for this show. We'd love to have you do a promo for us. Great. That'd be Say great. something along the lines of this is Rossi Morialli and you're listening to Buzzworthy Radio or you can put your own spin on it. You're a, you're a host. You improvise. Run with it, man. It's all yours. The floor is yours. Hey, what's up? This is Rossi Morielli, host of ABC's Dated in the Dark. And i got to tell you, if I'm looking for some entertainment value, some good times, some good laughs, I'm tuning in right here to Buzzworthy, and you should too. Nice. Love it, man. All right, thanks so much, man, for checking us out here and coming to the show, man. It was great having you here. Hey, my pleasure. Great talking with you. Great talking with you too. Take care now. All right, we'll talk to you soon, hopefully. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, guys, that was Rusty Morialli, host of the new show that's going to be appearing on ABC called Dating in the Dark. Make sure you guys check that out. Um, for more information on what's coming up on this show, as well as past and previous shows, check out our website at buzzworthyradio.net. All right, guys, we are out here on the East Coast. I'm the Bell J. Lee signing off, making sure you guys get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio. And I want you guys to make sure you check me out on the Preston and Steve Morning Show, you can check it out at www.wmmr.com. Check out the Preston and Steve page to download the podcast. If you can't listen to it live, they have their shows downloaded onto the website as a podcast. So make sure you guys check it out. It's going to be on June the 18th, which is a Thursday. I will be there. My boss will be there. <laughs> my boss will be there this is, this is going to be a trip and a half but make sure you guys check it out June 18th Preston Steve WMMR check it out 
We're signing off. Take care, guys. We'll see you next time. Can't get enough of Buzzworthy Radio. Log on now to www.buzzworthyradio.net to get the latest news on upcoming guests, past shows, and videos of all your favorite stars. Keep getting the latest buzz with Buzzworthy.